0: Hello, everyone. I'm Olga Mack. And today we're going to have a fantastic conversation about legal design and legal communication with somebody who I deeply admire. Um, I've been very much thinking, how do we become more impactful as in-house leaders? And how do we, one, uh, deliver information and insights that are actionable, exciting, provide value, and ultimately really, really help the organizations that we lead. And today's guest really is on to something. I, I am, I will admittedly say I'm I'm his groupie. Um, I love what he does. And so, Stanley, welcome to the Notes to My Legal Self, LinkedIn Live. Uh, everyone say hello to Stanley. Please introduce yourself.
1: Well, thank you, Olga, for that awesome uh, introduction. So, Hi, everybody. Good evening. Good morning. Good, good afternoon, wherever it, you are in the world. So my name is Stanley Louie. I work for a company called TI Auto Fluid Systems. I'm the legal director for the Asia Pacific region. So the company, what it does is uh, it, cha- it basically manufactures something like this. So it, the process, it, it turns something like this into something like this. <laughs> you, uh, If you open the hood of a car, you probably find some tubes uh yeah most likely it's created by uh ti fluid systems and besides that we also make a few tanks uh just a little bit of background about myself in terms of my career Uh, before i joined ti fluid systems i worked for a company called hilti so they make uh, power tools Uh, so that's construction so i went from, from construction actually before construction i was in oral construction so dealing with uh dental implants and things Uh, And then I work for, uh, before that, I worked for a security company, not uh, banking security, but uh, physical security. So that deals with uh, access panels, uh, fire sprinklers, and uh, armored trucks. I also work briefly in uh, apparel and as well as uh, shipping management. So, you know, that's in a nutshell the past 20 years, a pretty vast kind of different. Industry, but uh, I've always been working in house. Very
0: impressive uh, in-house career. You went from law school to in-house, correct?
1: Yeah, that's right. I went from law school to in-house, correct? Well, I'm... I did a little bit. Yeah, I did a little bit of a uh, law firm first, but then I found out that's not really my cup of tea. So I see. I... You had you
0: had an indiscretion there somewhere. Gotcha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Let's talk about white hat guys. Uh, sure. You know, I, I want to. I actually want to talk quite a lot about it. Because, uh, you know, I find uh, very interesting when in-house lawyers do things creatively and do things on the side and, um, and explore their full potential. And sometimes their jobs and not really allowing them to explore their full potential, so they get what I call a mistress on the side. Um, yeah. I I did that, and it, I I highly recommend it. You know, you you don't always look for everything you ever want in one job. You kind of supplement. I I really recommend that route before quitting your job. Um, but tell us about the white guys,
1: the the white hat guys. Yes, so the white hat guys I uh, started in two thousand seventeen, and that was really uh, I'm kind of. You can say at a, at a, at a crossroad where uh, I've been doing a lot of legal and compliance training and I and I started back in 2008, you can say. Um, and it's always a deck of PowerPoints passed to me from HQ and I just have to deliver it. And I just feel like I can do a better job. There's a better way to communicate something that is uh, I think inherently not very interesting. But we can definitely make it more interesting so one year in 2014 uh it was a uh, well well actually i don't i don't have it with me there but this is kind of you know something that i created with uh through white hat guys with another uh person that i met in a in a in a legal conference well this is actually a call of conduct but instead of putting on paper you have the call of conduct on a life frame so it's kind of we. why we use the life frame. The idea behind it is that uh, we feel like the frontline uh, sales or marketing people, they have to go out there to the to the high and choppy seas. But if they equip themselves with the call of conduct, so they won't sink. So, you know, this is the idea. It's like, you know, whenever they're kind of lost, don't know where to uh, kind of having some doubts as to how to proceed, they can refer to some of the principles on the life frame and then they can do things compliantly.
0: So what I hear you say is that There's a design problem in the way we deliver important information because it doesn't excite people to not even comply, but to actually learn. Um, Tell me more when you talk about the sticky messages. What exactly do you mean by that? And then what steps have helped to make it more sticky?
1: Well, I think um, we we are pretty good at uh, putting – words on paper, uh, but that's also sometimes it, it's, it's it's a double-edged sword, it's also hurt us. Because when you're talking to frontline people, uh, their they're most critical, what they really need to know is, okay, what's in it for me? I mean, come on, just cut the, cut to the chase, right? So you know, I tried to make the message stick, it's trying to capture the keywords. So like last, last thing that I did for creating sticky messages is I put some of the keywords on fry-shaped steaks, uh, and then some of the, uh, and then along with it, the title. Uh, for example, let's say antitrust, for example, and then I would have the matching keywords with antitrust, and then kind of match them together and create a bunch of fries. You know, stick it together in a in a box, so can, they can do a little bit of matching game. Um, so, so I, I know it's not something very sophisticated, but actually, in doing so, they could make the association and uh, therefore creating some sort of message stickiness. It's like, they, they're kind of learning by playing. There's a lot of gamification going on too. And I really do find if you can kind of make it a little bit more kind of not very your typical legal and compliance, but you know, in little life, uh, maybe elements, right? In, in your day-to-day life, like fries, for example, and just make, some, just make a matching game out of it and people would uh, retain the information much better. Yes.
0: I I love those messages. So physical objects that people can touch and maybe hang on the wall, so they actually have those takeaways. Um, I, I saw a lot of simplification of information, so it's not walls of text, but a few words bullet points to really take away be able yep. to answer, you know, the, the question, what's in it for me? Because ultimately that's what every human is searching. Um, mm-hmm. And I love this one, the gamification. Uh, even yes. simple games that are sort of allow people to interact, play, have fun, yep. uh, you know, and still end up with an object in the end. Do you find that folks in, um, in your company are more engaged and actually look forward to this conversation, to this compliance conversations?
1: Like my experience is that like, uh, I have changed many jobs, I've changed jobs many, many times. So in the very beginning, I, I often find that the people, they are a little bit uh, afraid. Well, I wouldn't say afraid, they're not very engaged, right? With the with the legal compliance department. But you know, once I've show the human side and show that you know legal compliance can be thought of it in a different way you know it's actually not as sophisticated or so cumbersome as you think it is like i can simplify the process or simplify the language a little bit my phone rings a lot more it, this is like from 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 different jobs that i took up in the beginning yeah people might not be calling me but you know i i often would do a very short training to the people, the key people, let's say the department heads, uh, and then to their uh, to their key staff that reports to them, and afterwards they feel like, ah, oh, okay, actually, I can work with this lawyer here, and he is here to kind of not be the roadblock, but be the facilitator. So, but the problem is, is uh, I think it's with uh, legal topics. Often, it's you can't really quantify it. It's really a feeling, and but I really do feel that the phone rang a lot more, and people open up to me a lot more after I show that side, yeah.
0: Yeah, I find being human first really helps. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think people, when people find you relatable, when they Mm. know there is, you know, 90%, 80% overlap because, you know, you both have families and kids and um, have a theater hobby on the side and read Uh the same book. Um, they just interacting with a the human. Yes. They can get to know and build relationship. That like makes it like, such a huge difference, um, yes. and and makes it really hard for them, you know, not to be engaged and and and, and kind of dismiss you when you are in house, especially you know uh, when when you sort of leading a compliance department, uh, reporting to the somewhere in the office of general counsel. Uh, you know, there's a sort of cost- There's uh, internal customers. There's end customers. That's kind of partially your audience. But then you also have, you know, your uh, legal department heads and, and ultimately the, uh, the CLO, General Counsel. Um, did you find that folks uh, on your legal team uh, embraced the idea of this uh, sticky messages and uh, gamification and high engagement and really kind of upping your game
1: I have various experience it, because it really depends. Like goes from individual to individual and what's, what's driving that person. Because I've got some feedback saying that this is just a distraction. Like you should just stick to the call of conduct. You're, you're just creating things that is uh, maybe creating a, a little more confusion uh, than doing good, than making it clear. Uh, but then I also have some very, very forgiving <laughs> uh, or you can say more liberal or open-minded colleagues that do find that uh if you can do a little bit of soft selling i would say it's you know I, I i i would call it that it's like you're not really reading it off the the uh the call of conduct and telling people you should do this do that and do and and, and don't do this and don't and do that but you, know, you show some real life samples and then and then to kind of package it in a more relatable manner like people would would, would definitely uh be more susceptible right and, and more they understand the concept a little bit more but you know like i said i have to go back to the very beginning i, I have to say it's 50 50. like whether i would whether all the legal colleagues in, in, in the legal department agree with what i do or want to do a little bit more to put the crew in compliance like i say uh yeah that's uh, not uh, not a uh, definite yes
0: okay very <laughs> interesting and do you do you take certain sort of steps to build actually kind of um uh consensus on the legal team and get folks <laughs> behind uh because you know th- that support from the office of general counsel is ultimately very important
1: yeah i agree ultimately like you have to be uh yeah you have to kind of Told the line right you have to you have to kind of the message has to be uniform but i think the delivery can be different and because different culture they they, they would also be receptable for different things so but i think so long as you're not deviating from the central message uh yeah the 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 office of the general counsel i think it usually is okay uh but but then again it, it also depends on how conservative uh, the, uh, the, the leader uh, of the department is. Uh, because uh, sometimes uh, it, it's, it's difficult to kind of convince, to say, well, yeah, we're sticking to the same message, but our message, our delivery message is different. Uh, yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's also uh, not very easy sometimes.
0: I want to ask you a few, about a few more examples. Uh sure. Recently, you had this hunch collide sessions. You also had this various booth um, that I've seen on videos. Tell us about those efforts and kind of other examples that you've used oh. to kind of drive the engagement, get interest in compliance, bring the cool to compliance, and you know make it a more interesting and engaging subject matter.
1: Well, you know what? Like, I think uh, I have to say, like this COVID uh, experience had brought in my mind because, uh, like, you 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 brought it up to the booth. Um, I have had maybe so far since 2017 four to five booths but it's not really drawing a lot of attention Um, uh, especially maybe in maybe in this neck of the woods uh, people tend to be a little bit more conservative so you know i keep on thinking so how do i up my game do i need to hire a guy pumping balloons and you know making balloon animals to really draw people because i thought that i've done all i can to make my booth as interesting possible still not drawing too many people and then COVID hits, right? And then I used the internet and used LinkedIn and found all these like-minded people. And uh, I, I, I- Welcome I
0: st- to the geek club, Stanley. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> it was only through this because I was always thinking about the next booth, the next booth, the next booth, right? And instead of thinking about, hey, you can reach a much wider audience, much quicker through LinkedIn. And I, I, and I had to have a complete mindset change and, COVID kind of pushed that forward and, and voila. And then I met you and I met Tessa and uh, legal, legal creative folks. And it's so amazing. I mean, I'm looking forward to doing a lot more co- uh, co-creating. I mean, the reason why I set up the booth at first, in the first place is trying to get like-minded people to co-create. The whole purpose is really try to co-create, right? And then now with uh, everybody's kind of go online and, I, and then I, I think the, the opportunities are limitless. So I'm looking forward to a lot more crazy ideas to come up with. You know, the booth now I think it's kind of behind. Impactful you. Exactly, yeah, be impactful it. ideas. Sorry,
0: impactful <laughs> ideas that make a difference, that engage, yes, yes, that make law and yes. compliance fun. Because yes. it is. Because I didn't yes, go to is. law school because it was boring. I went to law school because it's amazing place it's to good. be. It's highly impactful. You got
1: it. I got it. You got it. You got it. Correct.
0: What is the most kind of resistance you've had? Uh, in sort of selling your ideas of, of making sticky messages in, of law and compliance um, and maybe selling it to other departments? And you know, most importantly, uh, how do you overcome it? What, what, what has worked, you know, um, I know there's sort of sometimes more conservative culture. Sometimes people just like, look, I just need your damn policy. <laughs> just give me the damn policy and move forward. Get out of my mm-hmm. way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you kind of deal with like, you know, um, questions uh,
1: and resistance? Mm. Uh, um, I think the, the key, one key kind of big resistance that I've faced before is that... Uh, the the person in charge wants the not only the message, not, not only the uh, let's say the key message, but the delivery message the delivery method of the key message to be universal. And And I, I think I'm, I have a little bit of difficulty with that because I, I just feel like hey, so long as I'm kind of reading the script, mm-hmm. But how I read it, like, do I read it a little bit more, like, happier or sad, or a little bit more tearful, a little bit more emotional? That's another thing. But I think if that, that's if that if if the delivery method and the message needs to stick together, it's that's a tough sell. So hence, I, I have to say sometimes uh, white hat guys is an escape because in white hat guys, I can be as I, I'm liberated. I can I can really promote my idea to like-minded people because you know when they engage me or approach me, clearly that they are kind of interested in kind of my creativity. They also want to spice up or put the current compliance in their program. So that way, I can maybe release some of the frustration, you can call it, uh, and channel it that way. Because you know sometimes you know when the mind is set, it's very difficult to, 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 uh, to change. You can call me an escapist, but I did try. Uh, but, uh, no, not I know. Very successful.
0: Stanley, I know yeah. life is too short and the world is too big. Yeah. You can yeah. always find like-minded people and yeah. really create something bigger than yourself. Um, I, yes. I, you know, I went to a big public school for college and law school. And one of the things what I love going to a big public school, um, is that the universe seemed infinite. If I didn't like something or someone, I just, yeah, yeah, the yeah. and, 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 found yes, yes, so. something, somebody I yeah. love and it's like totally transformed my existence yes. from zero to a hundred in the, in the instance. So why not continue doing it throughout your career? I'm like a huge proponent of it for, for every person that you don't like, there will be one or two or three or five or 10 that you will love and you can build something bigger than yourself. Um, Coming to the end, I have one question and I'll ask you uh, to give a parting message. Um, Let's talk about kind of measuring or understanding. I know you said it's a little hard to quantify. Um, I I love numbers, full disclosure. I'm like a huge, huge fan (laughs) of numbers. Math was actually my favorite subject in high school. And for a minute, I was an engineer because I I really like math. Uh, But but I, I love measuring and kind of learning from that experience you know, ultimately compliance laws like have a purpose and uh, we really want to change people's behavior. We want to have an impact. How do you recommend to quantify it? Both, you know, Because I find that if I quantify something, I can make a better case internally, get more resources. Um, I also kind of see opportunities to improve in the future. How do you really quantify that impact That the kind of the more hands-on physical objects, gamification of law and contract and and compliance have on the organization
1: in terms of putting up numbers and really show being impactful with numbers. I remember one time because uh, there was a serious, like a whole series of uh, non-compliance within the organization, and the organization in that year lost about two million uh, euros close to uh, because of uh, basically payouts. So I have to really bring that in and I have to kind of tell the people that they were leaders in the room. We have to be consistent. First of all, if there's any non-compliance, we have to get rid of that individual. That's one thing. But, you know, the math behind it, you know, you think it's like, ah, that's easy. We can get, we can fire this person, terminate the contract. But a lot of times they forget to look at the, the actual financial impact, you know, this person has cost. Uh, for some of the fraudulent act and i had to kind of bring it up and also include the the legal cost in there and now they finally realize wow it is important i mean there's a dollar sign to it if we're non-compliant so i it doesn't come up very often and i know it's kind of it's like a scare tactic but yeah sometimes scare scare tactics help like you you kind of have to do that a little bit Uh, you show them love but you have to also scare them a little bit too, you know, fear and love, kind of so go hand in. hand.
0: love, carrots and sticks. Yeah, yes, exactly. It. We know all about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Um, Stanley, we're coming to the end. I want to yes. make what is one, two, or no, no, three or five? Whatever, anyway, pick a number. Um, things you want folks to take away from this very enlightening conversation. Um, and where, and I guess where they can find you.
1: Uh, well, you know, I'm uh, yeah, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on uh, Instagram, so just type White Hat Guys, you definitely land on my page. Um, well, I guess the, as far as uh, legal and compliance communications concerned, I think it's definitely we can use it as an engagement tool because uh, first of all, I think the threshold is relatively low uh, because uh, people are not expecting uh, to be overwhelmed or to to, uh, to be uh to see a lot lot of fun in this so just maybe just a little bit something like even like a loudspeaker some stickers you can definitely draw people and create sticky messages and i think i'll leave with uh my slogan for whitehead guys right you know this is the slogan put the coup in compliance and uh right there can you see it
0: and i i love yes i see it and i love (laughs) i love the the slogan i should have put it on on. (laughs) yeah
1: yeah so, you know, just you know, at, at any time, if you hit a stumble block, you want to create something to uh, kind of revamp your compliance communication or just want a sounding board. Yeah, I'm more than happy to hunt just collide with, with you like-minded individuals.
0: Awesome, Stanley, had a great conversation with you. Thank you so much for joining yeah. uh, my morning, your afternoon. I love to have this cross ocean conversations uh, yes. so cool! i can i used to go to hong kong all the time i haven't been there in like number of years um one day one day we will meet in person i promise uh, but For sure. this has been a wonderful conversation i i get really inspired every time i talk to stanley um he is in on linkedin uh, he's a wealth of information i learn something from him every time I love the message that, look, I mean, we didn't go to law school to spend our life in boredom. Law is fun and impactful, and you can absolutely practice it on top of your license and have fun doing it. If you really don't have everything you want in your job today, you can have a side project that gives you joy and really inspires you to show up to work. And and be your best lawyer self when you give legal advice. And most importantly, when you find yourself surrounded by people that are not quite your tribe, really go ahead and find your own tribe. Um, that is what modern lawyers do, in-house lawyers do all the time. Definitely do that. Anyway, thank you for joining, we had a lot of fun. If you have nominations of folks that I could talk to, definitely DM me and, uh, and uh, let me know. Um, if you want to, uh, give me any feedback or, um, give me any, any, anything, definitely, uh, you know, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. Um, have a great day and definitely stay safe. And until next time, see you, see you later. Bye everyone.